0: Hello and welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker, welcoming you to a special edition of MacCast, celebrating the class of 2020. For this year's seniors, the COVID-19 outbreak brought an abrupt end to their final semester and their senior year. Many had to leave campus without saying goodbye to their friends and professors, and with so much uncertainty about their professional futures. But we are still so proud of all our students have accomplished, and we want to recognize them. During this year's senior week, as has been our tradition, we are releasing a series of mini podcasts introducing you to our senior stars, our award winners. In this episode, the Gary Scoop Cuminali Award for Excellence in Media. This award is given annually to a member of the senior class who has demonstrated proficiency in the media and communication program of study. And who has made outstanding contributions to the Media Center and his fellow students. This award is named for Gary Kuminali, who founded the Fisher Media Center and was an advisor and mentor to many students throughout his long career at Fisher. This year's winner is Joshua Ramos. Josh is committed to a career in video production and has been since the first day he arrived at Fisher. He has a wide range of skills in photography video production, music production, and graphic design, and has already established his own production company, Wolf Cry Productions. Josh has been a contributor to many, many students' films and was even a cinematographer for a faculty film as well. He has seen three of his films shown at three consecutive student film nights at the Rochester Fringe Festival. Josh was the 2020 Tom Hope Memorial Media Scholar, and he also worked on a Netflix original series, Hyperdrive. He interned and now works as a freelance editor for Fourth Coast Productions in Rochester. Additionally, he has recently produced his first independent documentary, Fighting as a Family. Josh Ramos, welcome back to MatCast.
1: Thank you for having me. I love being here.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations on winning the Kuminale Award.
1: Thank you. It's, it's such an honor.
0: And we also say welcome back, since you hosted a recent episode about seniors and the coronavirus with your girlfriend who's a nursing student at Fisher. Yeah. You guys staying safe so far?
1: Oh yeah, um, we're taking every precaution we can. We, we both have the masks, so when we go grocery shopping, we have those. Um, so luckily, she's, been, she's actually all done with school. Um, she just passed uh, the, um, her final assignments that she had to do for the preceptorship that was replaced by a a work study or case study paper. Um, So yeah, she just finished that. So she just has to take the boards or NCLEX and then she'll be a registered nurse. So that's really cool.
0: Very exciting, very exciting. So um, I want you to know Gary Cuminale was a very dear friend of mine, and I'm really pleased that you've received the award that we created to honor Gary. So tell us a little bit about your background and what actually brought you to Fisher in the first place.
1: So at first, um, I was going to go for music production. It was something that I really loved to do, and I was going to go to Finger Lakes Community College. Um, So I didn't really think, you know, uh, a private school was, for me, I kind of felt like a community college, just get two years, and then I would probably come to Fisher for the last two years, Um, but an opportunity came up that I didn't really want to pass up, and um, I didn't take my SATs, so I had to go and take my SATs and then apply for Fisher, (laughs) and um, I got accepted about, like, two and a half weeks before the uh, semester started, (laughs) so that was a huge hassle, but um, I was just admired by the the production courses that they had there um i loved the studio when i saw pictures of that and then just seeing some of the other students work was pretty cool i remember looking at the educational access channel on um what's now spectrum at the time it was time warner and i saw the little fisher logo at the bottom i'm like that's going to be me that's really (laughs) cool to see that kind of stuff so i've always wanted to work either in music or film production and it's really cool to see how those actually work side by side and um, I feel like with video production, I can visually put my ideas and stuff and in a creative way. And that's why I wanted to fo- focus more on video production instead of music, but music I was doing in my spare time.
0: Hmm. So you knew you wanted to be a communications major when you arrived. Were you already making films when you were in high school? Yeah. So I went to
1: Bose seats to um in Spencerport. And I did that for two years. And that's where I learned graphic design, photography, and video production. Um, and instantly, I fell in love with cameras. Um, the graphic design part was hard because we had to do a lot of uh, free hand drawing. I cannot draw by <laughs> my hands. Um, I can definitely draw with a computer, though. So, um, so the graphic design was something that was cool. And it, and it actually got me um, a full-time job that I'm doing in between having my own company and my freelance work um doing graphic design stuff so yeah video production i knew right away that i wanted to get into and i had to look to see like how do i get hired from video production companies um and they all said you need a communications degree and that's why i knew i had to be in communications
0: well that's great and we were definitely glad you made that choice so what is it about making films that so inspires you or maybe i should say where do you get the inspiration for making films
1: so the inspiration i guess after my four years at fisher i kind of realized that yes i love making films but my biggest passion is telling stories um i love hearing stories of other people and how they overcome some stuff like those the stories that are motivating and inspirational that's kind of where um filmmaking became a thing for me because um it's just a way to put someone's story like my mom has an incredible story and hearing it verbally was you know inspiring and motivating but to actually have like a film of it and be able to share that with other people so they can relate and actually feel the emotions that were going on in that story that's what motivates me um like I keep telling people I started with um, music videos and I didn't like music that didn't have a meaning to it and I love the music videos that have a storyline um because they're just they're short and they're creative and that's what i wanted to get into and then um i took a documentary course and those aren't short but the (laughs) stories that come from them are incredible
0: so you feel right now like documentaries are your main interest um yes like so that's what I really want to do um but I've learned
1: too that you don't make a lot of money with documentaries if you don't distribute them and it's really hard to make or to raise money to produce the documentary so um it is one of my favorite styles of filmmaking but I know if I want to be successful like I have to do some other things short films um music videos things that people would pay for um Mm -hmm. to get produced so those are like the types of films that I'm going to be making. And then in my free time, when I have some money uh, saved up, then I'm going to produce some documentaries on the side and then try to get through those uh, distributed. But it is um, a risk and it takes a lot. Um, You have to sacrifice a lot, um, time and money. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) So you also found a way to um, earn some money through uh, telling wedding stories, right? Yes,
1: yeah. (laughs) yeah, wedding photog- photography is, I'm not going to say an easy moneymaker. You definitely need to go out there and reach out to clients and everything. Um, but you you get paid um, for almost any photography gig that you do. Um, and there's always weddings going on, um, sweet 16, senior photos, that kind of stuff. So the possibilities for photography is endless and it's kind of seasonal. Like in the winter, I would say it slows down a little bit um but like during the summer it's almost every other day that you're doing some sort of project so yeah photography is definitely up there too
0: wow that's great i mean it's great you've got so many different skill sets that you can use to to uh put together so we mentioned that you were involved with a lot of student films um were these roles that were planned at the outset or did you just kind of jump in when students were having trouble with a film or how how what was the process like So
1: most of the films I worked on were in like groups of two to three other students, probably. Um, And a lot of those ones were in Dr. Sedano's courses. And then those ones, uh, because there's not really like a set position, um, everybody kind of does what they're best at. So for me, I I was kind of a jack of all trades. I kind of knew what to do um, in all levels of production. So I jumped in where I was needed. And then there was television production where all 20 students work on the same project at once. And that's when I wanted to step up and be the showrunner or executive producer. And then in my mind, it was kind of just like a utility player, like in sports, um, (laughs) where I would just fill in positions that I felt like needed some help and some guidance. Um, And I guess, yeah, it all worked out very well. Um, I know some of the other projects that I worked on were students just calling me and asking me for help on it. And I love helping students. Um, I love sharing the knowledge that I know Um, I came in with two years of prior experience. So um, it was just really cool to help them get on like the same level and then we can produce the best quality films.
0: So we know that the semester ended shortly after spring break in terms of you being able to work in the studio or in the Mac lab with other students. Do you have some unfinished projects that you need to get back to? Um, So fortunately, I do not.
1: uh, I did uh, complete most of my projects that I had to for Fisher. Um, Fighting as a family, it's something that um, I did finish to, for my senior project um, but I'm such a perfectionist that because it's the first film that I did under my company I'm nitpicking every little thing um, <laughs> and it's still not done yet but once it's done then I'm going to start looking into how to get it distributed um, see if I can get it on Amazon stuff like that and then if people want to watch it they can um, but yeah it's luckily I don't have a lot of I don't think I actually have any video production projects that I had to finish so and
0: Fighting as a family, do you do you want to give us just a short summary of yeah. what it's about? So fighting as a family is about
1: um a family who the mother of the family went through breast cancer. and we explore the lives or the family members' lives and what they kind of went through during those rough times. And now Diana, who was the one that was diagnosed with cancer, has been fifteen years cancer free, fourteen or fifteen years. And now every year they host a Breast Cancer Walk in October. Um, They raise a lot of money, they give it all back to research, and they do so much for the community and other people that are dealing with illnesses. Um, It doesn't just have to be cancer, really anything, because they went through so much. Um, They were living in a small trailer home, and now they own two very successful companies. Um, the father did everything he could so that they can pay for the the medical bills. Um, they had three kids. Um, so it was a lot of stuff to deal with yeah. while she was going through cancer. Um, and the whole story is just so motivating about how, how every part of the family um, contributed in one way or mm-hmm. another um, to support the family while they went through cancer.
0: Well, that sounds great. And maybe some lessons that we could learn for what we're going through right now. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. So going forward, how do you see your career emerging? Like, ideally, what would you like to see happen besides, you know, making a million dollars on (laughs) film and getting financed for whatever project you want to do?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I don't know, like I, it's so hard to tell because there's so many different avenues that I'm still taking um, when it comes to running my own company i think eventually i do want to have a studio where we can do photography um commercial work for other companies and then my dream was to have a music studio in there too but i know that's a lot of stuff to fit into one little studio um but yeah so like the overall dream is really just to be able to tell stories from anywhere maybe get picked up by um bigger production companies that would fund me in my documentary so that way i can still make money and do what i love to do um yeah but overall it's just to really just be able to support a family that i want to have in the future and um yeah just keep motivating other filmmakers and stuff to do the same thing
0: so i know you mentioned um on your episode of maccast that students should take this time to learn new skills play with software you showed us some of the things you did with your uh with your cat and some of the videos you made of your cat but um do you have any advice for students who are you know entering a program in, in media and communication, maybe in the fall with this time of uncertainty?
1: Yeah, so I think the biggest thing um, that I kind of was reflecting on earlier was when I came into Fisher, at first, um, I was so focused that, you know, it's schoolwork. Like we have to keep doing papers, we have to do these assignments and stuff. But then the second that I got out of that mindset and realized that filmmaking is my passion, telling stories is my passion, if you let your passion drive your college career and your experiences, that's when it actually becomes a lot of fun. Like I loved going to school, seeing other projects that were happening. And yeah, you have to do a couple of papers on the side and those are important to <laughs> so get those done too. Um, but it's just seeing it as a career uh, or like your future career and just your passion in general is what really makes it fun and motivating. Um, so if you're just coming into Fisher, I definitely say, you know, get your schoolwork done, but also just if you love it, go with it, run with it, and just let that kind of control um, what you do.
0: Yeah, definitely get your schoolwork done, yes. but you're right. You've got to follow your passion. So Josh Ramos, thank you so much for being on MacCast today, and congratulations again on winning the Gary Scoop Cuminelli Award for Excellence in Media.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: MacCast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And like us on social media so others can find and enjoy these conversations. Jenna Ferrari is our audio producer. Our original theme music was composed and performed by Dr. Joseph Lopicaro. Jordan Proietti designed our logo. Cecil Felton is executive producer. And I'm Lauren Vicker. Stay well, and thanks for joining us as we celebrate the class of 2020.